Good morning, and thanks for joining me again today, and this is the Psychology Report. You know, today is a very special day, and I'm dedicating today's uh, program uh, to Bernice and myself, to Bernice and me. Um, we've now been married 57 years. It's now June 11, and uh, 57 years of marriage. So this is a great day to you know celebrate for us. And therefore, I'd like to focus a little bit on the topic of marriage today. But there's another reason, and that is, for many of us, we are facing in our families a marriage. Our daughter, our son might be being married this summer, so it's a time of uh, marriage renewal, and to think about marriage a little bit more when we have our children coming to the point where they marry. And for many of us, we're going to be empty nesters. Children graduate from high school, from college, and go off on their own and uh, leave you at home as an empty nest. So marriage comes back into focus, I think, during the summer quite a bit. And um, there are probably a lot of you have anniversaries during the month of June or certainly during the summer. So it was a time to kind of rethink and have some renewal here of marriage uh, considerations. Now... Here's the important thing uh, to note in today's session. We spend more time as a married couple with our children than we do with ourselves as husband and wife. In fact, one study showed that about 387 minutes a day are spent apart from each other and that about 46 minutes of the day are spent together as husband and wife. So our vast majority of our time seems to be diverted to other kinds of interests and other kinds of activities and other sense of responsibilities than with our own spouse. And uh, a research study by John Rosemond, who was a marriage and family counselor, um, found this to be a case, that most husbands and wives spend about 10% of the time together and about 90% of their time as parents, as mother and father, dealing with family matters and family issues and family relationships. So we really spend more time with our kids than we spend with each other. And uh, we need to be very careful in this area of how much time we really devote to the marriage and how much we foster that marriage and strengthen the marriage and enhance the marriage throughout the life of the marriage, actually. So it's not just when a kid leaves home and we have now an empty nest, but uh, it's throughout the time that uh, a marriage prevails, is that it needs to be a priority. And in fact, that's kind of one of the issues that a lot of marriage counselors emphasize, is prioritizing marriage, giving it the highest priority of all relationships, and making sure that it is the number one. Because then when the empty nest comes along, you're ready. It won't be an empty nest. Because what an empty nest is really, it's an empty marriage. When you have an empty marriage, you're going to have an empty nest, whether the kids are there or not. But it's just more pronounced when the kids are gone. So make sure that your nest is not empty, because you don't want to be an empty marriage. You don't want to be an empty wife. You don't want to be an empty husband. You don't want an empty mother. You don't want to be an empty father. You want to have that rich and full relationship at all times. Let it prevail at all times 
so that whether kids are there or not, marriage is number one. It's the priority relationship in your life. So you give your kids two gifts, you know, as a marriage, as a husband and wife, as a mother and father. You give your kids two, two gifts. One is a healthy marriage. It's an example and an example of what a healthy marriage is. So it's, it's a healthy marriage itself. And then to model and to give an example of how that marriage or that healthy marriage lives out and lives out on a day-to-day -day basis and lives out in the community and lives out in the church and lives out in the home and throughout the uh, extended family, you know, and so on. Because when marriage is prioritized, it's in the right place. And the children will notice that it's not only healthy, but will notice how well it's lived out. And they will learn from that how to live their own marriage and how to develop a healthy marriage themselves. So it's having a healthy marriage, that's true. But demonstrating that healthy marriage in front of them and in front of the world, so to speak, so that other people learn the essence of a healthy marriage. So make sure that your marriage is healthy. Make sure your marriage lives out in a, in, in a public way, the healthiness of that marriage. And make sure that you not only prioritize it, but that you put it into action. And that is more time, more time together as a couple, more time in the marriage relationship, and maybe a little less time with the family. We're maybe overbalanced. You know, when you compare the American family to families around the world, international families, European families, we spend more time with our children than with each other. And uh, in, the, in, the, in the European areas, they spend more time with each other. The marriage is much more involved and intimate and together than maybe even their family life. Now, whether that's good or bad, it's, we, have to, we don't know. But at least in America, we have to become maybe a little bit more balanced in making sure that our marriage comes forward and gets a priority rating and gets a priority time and gets the best part of the day and best part of our energy and best part of our creativity. And um, then our marriage will thrive. And when our marriage thrives, our home thrives. When our marriage thrives, our home thrives and our children thrive. And the family thrives and their families will thrive when they come to that point in time in their life. So make sure that it's a progressive, it's an ongoing kind of a concept that marriage is central. So don't let yourself be at a point of what we refer to as the empty nest. Make sure that your marriage, your nest is full now. And then when the kids are gone, it will be full then too because you're full. It's not the empty nest. It's the empty parent. It's the empty marriage. And we want to make sure that the marriage is full and complete. And then you won't have that sense of emptiness when the kids leave home. Anyway, this has been the uh, Psychology Report. I'm glad to have you join me today. <clears throat> and just take a look at your own marriage and make sure that it's full. It's full today and it's full tomorrow. And um, that the children have a balance in your life. That they certainly are a very major part of your life. But prioritize the marriage. Put that up front. Make that number one. Anyway, thanks for joining me. And um, hope this will be a good day for you. And that as you anticipate your anniversary, if it's coming up this summer or whatever, make it a special one and make it an important one. And 
renew your own vows and your relationship and your commitment to each other so that you're strong as you move forward. We're living in days of great stress. We're living in great days of, of uh, demand and uh, a great pull upon each other in the marriage. And to, uh, there's a lot of stress to pull us apart. And we need to pull together and make sure that the marriage is one that's solid and strong and uh, has been prioritized and is pulled together in a stress that in a world of stress that tries to pull us apart. Okay, bye for now.